Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. Listen, are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, on today's topic, this is actually probably going to be a two, maybe three-week podcast series that I'm going to do. And uh, I think it's something that with everything that's going on in society and the things that are happening with people's jobs and all of these things, what we see happening and manifesting in a lot of our society today is people don't know how to control or they're living by emotions. Now, are a lot of things happening in our society? Absolutely. But have you ever had that time in your life when it seemed like you were living on an emotional roller coaster where you didn't know how to handle a situation and, and it just seemed like your emotions were all over the place? Well, I want to talk about mastering your emotions. That's right, mastering your emotions. Now, I'm going to take a very biblical standpoint in a lot of this because that that is the foundation of how we need to look at this. Because the reality of it is, is we were all created with emotions. But how do we control those emotions? I think all of us at one point in time or another maybe have allowed our emotions and we knew we allowed our emotions to control us. Maybe you got angry and said something you really didn't mean to say or maybe Maybe you gave a look you really didn't mean to give and you thought about it later and, and or maybe even immediately you knew I should have said that, I should have done that. And so I want to look at how do we master those emotions. Now, I want to use for a foundational scripture for this entire series, again, probably a three-week podcast series. Please share this with people because I think this is going to help a lot of people master those emotions in their life. We're going to look at 3 John uh, verse 2. Again, 3 John verse 2, in the Amplified Version, it reads this way. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Now, this is a very foundational passage of Scripture, but there's a lot of truth that we can find in this Scripture of, of concerning the soul or the emotions. Now, here's one thing that I need you to understand, my friends. One thing is true about emotions. What is that, Jerome? We all have them. But unfortunately, and I think you'll probably agree with me on this, there are times when our emotions will have us. See, that is when it becomes a problem. That's when we have the difficulties, when instead of you or I have an authority or control over our emotion, it's a problem when we allow our emotions to take charge and have authority over us. I need you to remember this statement right here. We were designed by God Almighty to master life rather than have life master us. I'm going to say it again. We were designed by God. God designed us in his nature, in his image, according to Genesis, to master life, but not allow life to master us. Well, it, 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 and I can put it this way. If the truth be told, there are times in all of our lives. I bet you right now, your mind is going back to a situation or a circumstance where you allowed your emotions to control you. All of us have had these times in our lives 
that it appears that life is mastering us versus us mastering it. Now, I need you to understand something. According to scripture, man is what we call a tripart being. What does that mean? A tripart being means that we are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. I'm going to say it again. We are a spirit man. We have a soul and we live in a body. Now, the soul of man, what is the soul of man? You know, maybe if you grew up in church, you heard this, this phrase, you know, we had 10 souls saved today. Well, you know, I understand what, what we mean by that, but, but really we don't understand what the soul is. So let me, let me tell you what the soul is. The soul of a man contains the thinker, contains the chooser, contains the feeler. So, so really the soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions of man. Now, you have heard people talk about thinking in line with the word of God. We've all talked about how to choose life or death. And in what we speak, we can choose blessings or curses based upon how we think, based upon what comes out of our mouth, based upon what our confession is. If you've ever grown up in church, you've heard that term that, that your confession has to be positive. We all, we all have heard this terminology. We all, we all know that there's power in our mouth. There's power in what we speak. But, but you need to understand, my friend, that God designed you. Yes, you listening to this podcast. He designed you to master life. When you look at Genesis and, and you look at chapter one, and if you've gone to Sunday school or you've read any kind of children's book about the creation, you've read about Genesis, that one of the first gifts, if you go back and study, one of the first gifts that God gives to men was dominion and authority. What does that mean? Well, we know that according to scripture, he created us in his image and in his likeness, this was God's purpose for man. What was that purpose, Jerome? To be, listen very carefully, a mirror image of him. What does that mean? Oh, here you go, Jerome. You're saying that I'm supposed to be perfect. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. When I say mirror image, he created us to be a reflection of his power, his love, and his authority. What is a mirror? A mirror is simply a reflection of reality. So when God created us, when God formed man out of the dust of the earth, and when he blew that, that in the Hebrew, that ruha or that breath into man, he literally was imparting into man his power, his love, and his authority. You and I are to be mere images of God, not perfect. Not, not, not perfect like God, not all knowing like God, not all powerful like God, but we are to be a reflection. We are to possess and exhibit his power, his love, and his authority. But I need you to understand, you and I cannot be that reflection if we are allowing our emotions to master us. Listen, we, we as believers, especially, we should be demonstrating the power of God. We should be demonstrating the love of God, and we should be demonstrating the authority of God. That is what we are to be doing in this earth realm. Now, someone might say, and maybe you have heard this term growing up in the church. Someone might say, well, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Correct. I agree 100% with that scripture. but. 
you, even though you may look through the lens of faith, the reality of it is, is that you and I still have emotions. Listen, it's good to walk by faith and not by what we see or not by what we feel. The literal translation of that scripture is to walk by faith and not allow yourself to be controlled by your feelings. All of what God created us to do in this life is reflecting him. That's what he wants us to do. It all, But, but all of that, my friends, starts in the emotions. All of that starts in our thought processes. It all begins in our will. And so it all starts, and I want to look at the emotional aspect of man. Let me let me use the proper biblical term in this podcast series, our souls. It all begins in our souls. The soul of man, again, is the mind, the will, and the emotions. Now, let's look at the definition of emotions. What are emotions? Emotions are defined by Merriam-Webster's dictionary, feelings on the inside. Caused by pain or pleasure, trying to move us in a certain direction. Did you hear what I said? Emotions are feelings on the inside, caused by pain or pleasure, trying to move us in a certain direction. Let me give an example. Scripture tells us in Isaiah 53 that by his stripes, I am healed. I'm healed physically. I'm healed emotionally, I'm healed spiritually, but maybe you got pain in your back or maybe you got pain in your legs. What is happening? That pain is trying to move you in a certain direction other than what God's word says. Listen, I have even found in my own life, I have allowed my emotions to stop me from moving in a certain direction that I knew God was directing me in. And we have to make sure, you and I have to make sure that we have authority over our emotions. Because if our emotions have authority over us, they will move us in a direction that will move us away from the will of God for our life. All of these emotional attacks, all of this up and down, all of this roller coaster life, all of this one day depressed, the next day happy, all of these things are designed for one reason and one reason only. Are you ready for it? Why am I going through the hell that I'm going through, Jerome? Why am I encountering the things that I'm encountering? Because these emotional attacks are designed to move you out of the will of God. They're designed to move you away from God's purposes and directions. But what I need you to understand, listeners, is this. We locate our life in the will of God. Listen, you can get all the degrees. You can have the multi-million dollar businesses. All of these things are great. And I'm not saying they're bad. Degrees are not bad. Academia is not bad. Being a business owner is not bad. I encourage that. But here's the key. You locate your life in the will of God. And if it's not God's will for us to do something or acquire a certain thing, then all we're doing is going after things in vain because we locate our life in the will of God. What does this mean? This means that there are things that he calls us to do. Every person that is birthed into this earth. Listen to me closely, my friends. Every person that is born into this earth 
are born with things that he's anointed you and empowered you to do. It may be a business. It may be a book writing or several books. It may be the pastor. It may be the, whatever you're passionate about. God has placed an anointing on your life to do that. He's called us to do things. When, when we hear this term, the calling of God, so many times we think of pulpit ministry or being a pastor or being an evangelist or being an associate pastor. But do you understand that God has called you to be in the marketplace for a reason? You're, you're what I call a marketplace minister. We all have the opportunity to be a mirror image of God, to be a reflection of God in this earth realm. Now, the temptation of the enemy is to, through our emotions, move us out of that will, move us out of that purpose, move us away from those things that God's called us to do. So we have to make sure that we are not subject to our emotions, but that we are subject and submitted to the will of God so that our emotions will be trained to line up with the will of God. You can't line up with the will of God. You can't line up with the purposes of God. You can't line up with the direction of God unless your emotions line up. You and I have emotions. We have emotions. Now, I grew up in a little town called Owendale, Michigan. And I attended a country church. I attended a church that was part of the Word of Faith movement. If you're not familiar with the Word of Faith movement, powerful foundational movement. I, I was brought up in the Word of Faith movement. And in the Word of Faith movement, we, we've had great teaching. We've had great teaching on faith. But sometimes, sometimes we try to teach it as though we don't have any emotions. I know when I was growing up, I was felt like, I always felt like I couldn't have emotions. You don't have emotions. You, you just deny those things. <laughs> let me help you. Let me help you, my friends. But let me, let me set you free. You have emotions. God created you with emotions. There is a purpose why we have emotions, but God did not give us emotions for emotions to control and govern our lives. What I see most people failing at today is, is what I call basic life skills. Listen, if we can learn to operate in everyday life skills based on God's word, I guarantee you, you will be successful no matter what arena you are operating in, no matter what sphere of influence you are operating in, no matter what job you may have, no matter what degrees you may have, if you will learn to operate in everyday life skills based on God's word, you are going to be successful. Now in 3 John 2, it tells us, basically he was saying, he said, I want you to prosper and be in good health just as your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions prosper. So here's what the, the writer of 3 John is saying. He's saying, as your soul goes, as your mind, your will, and your emotions go, so the rest of your life goes. Remember, part of our soulish realm is our emotions. So we could literally say then, listen very closely to what I'm about to say. We could say as our emotions go, so will our life go. 
Man, that's a powerful statement. As our emotions go, so will our life go. So according to this scripture, if your soul, if your mind, your will, and your emotions does not prosper, your life will not prosper. So we have to look at, we have to evaluate what is going on in our soul. What is going on in our mind, our will, in our emotions? See, we have, in the church world especially, we have been trained very well in the area of our spirit, man. We have talked about our physical body, but very little teaching. Hear me closely. Very little teaching is done about the mind, the will, and the emotions. Listen, you are, maybe you're born again. Maybe you're a Christian. You pray. Maybe I'm only speaking for myself here, but, but there have been times in my life, let me get very transparent. Let me get real with you. Let me keep it 100 right here. There are times in my life when I prayed, I stayed in the word, and I still felt depressed. Can, can I get it? Can I get an amen and a help from somebody? I prayed, I fasted, I stayed in the word, and I still felt depressed. Listen, there are times when I've come to church and maybe you've experienced it. You go to church and, and you have those still have those feelings of rejection. There are times that we feel like we have to be phony around people, especially other Christians, because they'll call it something bad if we're dealing with negative emotions. But I want to show us how to deal with those negative emotions, because the reality is they're going to be there at times. So you and I can either lie and ignore that we have them, or we can learn how to deal with them effectively and understand the purpose for why God has given us emotions, because God gave them to us. God created us with them. The Apostle John said in, in 3 John, I wish above all things, notice he said, I wish above all all things, above all degrees, above all millions, above all these things that you would accomplish, all these things you would obtain, above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So notice, this is very key. Our prosperity and our health is to the degree of our soul prosperity. We will prosper and be in health to the degree that our mind, our will, and our emotions are healthy. So if you and I don't prosper, if we don't grow, if we increase in our emotions, then we will not be prospering in life. Can you see this connection? If we can learn to deal with our emotions in our life, we can have literally a better life. God created us, my friends, to be in control as he is. He has given us dominion and authority. However, in our failure to control ourselves, what do we do? We attempt to control others, to feel that sense of superiority that God has really created within us. He has created us to have authority and dominion. He has created us to have control and to have dominion over the works of his hands. That's what Genesis tells. But here's the problem. If you can't control yourself, then you're going to attempt 
to try to control somebody else. In order to gain that sense of superiority that we were designed to have. So mastering your emotions doesn't mean not having them. It doesn't mean denying them. I'm talking about how to be in charge and control over those emotions. So God designed us to express passion. He designed us to express emotion. But the devil, sin, the curse perverted these things so that they will hurt us and others around us. And I want to show you how they did that. Can I tell you something? Jesus had emotions. Adam and Eve had emotions. They used these emotions to show love one for the other, to express love for God. But when sin came in, when Adam fell, when, when man fell, when they allowed Satan to lead them, something happened. When what we call the curse showed up, something shifted in the emotional realm of man. They disobeyed God from an emotion. Watch this very carefully. Hear what I'm about to say. Why did they disobey God? Why did, why did Eve eat? Why did Adam eat? They disobeyed God. Watch this. From an emotional response to something that had appealed to them. Did you hear what I said? They, they sinned. They disobeyed. Because then of emotional response to something that appealed to them. It was attractive. It looked good. And emotionally, they stepped out and they disobeyed God. See the look of the fruit, the appealing information they received, that they would be like God. There's a problem with that. If you know this story, you know you know that 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 the enemy came like a serpent, and he said to Eve, "What did God not say that you wouldn't be like him? If you eat this, you're going to be just like God." The problem was here's here's the deception. The problem was they were already like God. They were already like him. But what happened is this attractive, this appealing information moved them out of the will of God for their life, and those emotions moved them into falling, moved them into what we call sin. What happened? They were seduced through their emotions. They were seduced through their emotions out of the will of God. And that is what emotions will do. They will seduce you out of the will of God. They will even let you have, quote, unquote, peace about it. And if we allow our emotions to move us out of the will of God, instead of into the will of God, let me help you. We are asking for trouble. Men and women, we have emotions. Men have them. Women have them. But generally speaking, let, let me, let me go, let me go into psychology 101 with you now. Women, generally speaking, are more aware of their emotions. Men, surprise, listen, fellas, listen to me. Ladies, listen to me. Men have just as many emotions as women, but we try not to deal with them. Women are very aware of their emotions. And a man can't, well, maybe, let me say this. He refuses to locate those emotions. A man will say, I am angry when he's really saying I'm hurt. A woman will say, I am hurt. And she knows that she's hurt. See, women have a tendency to be very expressive outwardly 
about their emotions, where men have more of a tendency to internalize those emotions and bury them and say, I'm not hurt, I'm all right. See, in old school upbringing, maybe you were brought up to believe, maybe you believe this right now. You ever heard this? Real men don't cry. I used to think that. Real men don't cry. I say boo on that. Listen, a woman's outburst of emotions will generally show up outwardly. She has got to talk about it. A man's outburst of emotions comes usually in the form of a grunt or in the form of a talking under his breath or a form of walking away. See, men and women express themselves differently. Both men and women, when they are not really in touch with their emotions, when they're really operating and being controlled by their emotions, everything goes awry in their life. But see, we were called to have control over these emotions. So you know what will happen to a person that's controlled by their emotions? Let me tell you, their whole life, since, since, since they're not leaning on the word and they're leaning on their emotions and their thinking's not lining up with the word of God, their whole life will be governed by their emotions. So whatever happens in their soul, that is what is going to happen in their life. That is what they're going to be moved to do. Now, Many times we've heard this phrase. We've lived by this phrase. If it feels good to you, just do it. If it feels right to you, just do it. How many of us understand that there are a lot of things that feel good to us, but they're not right? They're not healthy. We must be emotionally controlled. We must not be emotionally ruled people. When we are emotionally ruled, we are under the curse of the law of sin and death. In other words, we step right back into the, to the original sin of Adam and Eve. So we cannot be controlled by these things. And But let me help you. Through the blood of Jesus, we've been delivered from that curse. We've been delivered from being controlled by our emotions. And when we allow ourselves to be emotionally ruled by our emotions, we walk back into that, that old nature. To be emotionally ruled and to allow your emotions to have rule over your life is simply to allow yourself to walk right back into the old you that Jesus, through his shed blood, has delivered you out of. You can take someone who's been delivered out of maybe drugs. You can take someone that's been delivered out of alcohol. You can take someone that's been delivered out of all these things. They've been born again. And all they have to do is keep thinking on the word of God. Keep the, keep the word of God in their thinking. You got news for you. They're going to be all right. But if you don't think on the right things, eventually those emotions, the cares of the world are going to lead you right back into the situation that you just came out of. In the same way, we cannot allow ourselves to be ruled by our emotions because if we do, we're going to find ourselves in situations we were never meant to be in. Now, since we all have emotions, we need to know how to put our emotions into check. We need to learn how to take authority over these emotions. Now, let's look at the word control. Let's look at this word control. We, we've heard this word, but it is one of the most misunderstood words in our language because people think and have perceived that being in control or having control is a negative thing. A controlling personality when it's driven by insecurity is out of God's will. For us to have a controlling personality where all we want is control all others so we can feel powerful or valued, that's dangerous. I'm not talking about that kind of control. 
Sometimes we try to use words to control people or sympathy to control people. And the problem here is this. These types of people feel out of control, so they try to control others. The only time you really feel the need to control someone else is when you don't have control over yourself. I'm going to say it this way. People who try to control others are people who cannot control themselves. And, and, and this failure, my friends, is usually found in the realm of the emotions. Since we were created with dominion and authority on the inside of us, we feel we need to have authority outside of the biblical mandate over someone else. Now, have you ever met someone that didn't know how to handle a title, whether it be in the church, whether it be in the job, they became a manager and all of a sudden they got a big head? You ever been there? We all know some people, we all know some people that cannot handle titles. You give someone a title that's never had a title and his or her life is being controlled by their emotions almost immediately. Then they have to let everybody know who they are. And that's a sad place to be because a real leader inspires people to follow them, not drives them to follow them. This person is not in control. There is nothing wrong with being in control. The issue is, what are you supposed to be in control of? The answer is your emotions. Now, what is the process by which we can rule over our emotions? Here it is. If you and I can get a hold of our thoughts, our thinking, and get those right, get those lined up with God's word, if we can get a hold of our emotions, and if we can get a hold of those things that try to control us, we will have peace and security on the inside. And when we really have peace and security on the inside, I have no need to have control over anybody else. Listen, if all you do is think about a bunch of negative things, if all I do is think about a bunch of negative things, what's going to be your emotional response to everything? It's going to be negative. That response is only following negative thinking. When our thinking lines up with the character of God, when our thinking lines up with the love of God, when our thinking lines up with the faith of God, then we will have emotions that will follow the way we think. If I have a failure mentality, my emotions are going to line up with that. If all I do is think that I can't never accomplish anything, or I'm never going to be nobody, or I'm not going to be anybody, or I can't do this, got news for you, you're going to follow that pattern. Because it's in your emotions. It's in your mind, your will. It's what you're thinking about. If I have a fear mentality, listen, we know what's going on in our world right now. We know the pandemic that's happening. We know that we know everything that's going on. But if I have a fear mentality, my emotions are going to line up with that. Let me say it this way. My thought life and my thinking orders, sets the type of emotions that manifest in my life. So it goes back to walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit simply means, maybe you say, what does it mean walking in the spirit? Walking in the spirit is simply walking out our daily life and thinking in a way that aligns itself with the word of God versus walking in our emotions. If we are walking in the spirit, then our emotions are going to be lined up with the word of God. They're going to be lined up in good thoughts and positive thoughts. They're going to be lined up. Listen, we can have control over our emotions. Now, again, this is a two or three week series, mastering your emotions. My question to you today, my friends, is are you ready to have control 
over your life versus life having control over you. Listen, can I ask you to help me empower others by sharing about this podcast. Listen, you can share it through whatever platform you're listening to. It's on all of our social media information. Help us help others discover the greatness within. We have listeners from around the globe. Will you help us expand even further? The other thing is this. Will you partner with Motivated to Greatness to help us continue to bring these empowering discussions? Will you join us? Will you partner with us? Listen, there is no insignificant seed or donation. Listen, you can securely give right through our website. Your gift, whether it be a one-time or monthly, empowers us and helps us reach more people with this podcast and with all that we do here at Motivated to Greatness. Listen, we have several methods of electronic giving, whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly commitment, we say Thank you for all that you do. We have secure giving methods available on our website. Here is our announcer to share our website information with you and how you can partner with and stay connected to all things motivated to greatness. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.